Hey, 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 welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. I hope you find yourself in a good place mentally where you're focusing on the things within your control. All right, so today's episode is setting your goals to better achieve them. So whether we know it or not, we all have some sort of goals that we're consistently striving for. Some of them are clear, what it is that we're working towards, and others, not so much, but we vaguely understand what they could be. When you clearly understand the goals that you're working towards, it gives you the ability to be more intentful with your actions. It motivates you to move with a greater emphasis that increases your focus and helps you incorporate new helpful behaviors. Your effort tends to be higher which leads to consistently giving your best. This makes you more direct and and efficient with your time. When you set goals that you want to achieve, it comes from being able to identify what results you're looking for, giving enough thought to what it is you want. Research has shown that over 90% of the time, goals that are specific and challenging, but not extremely challenging, lead to higher performance when compared to easy goals, or goals that were too generic, such as doing your best. Ideally, goals should be used to improve yourself. So if you're not stretching past your limits, it makes it much more difficult to achieve bigger goals. So easy goals will not prepare you to reach new levels. It keeps you where you're currently at, but they do serve a purpose to help you get started to build momentum and and increase confidence. I prefer to use the term less difficult than easy because it better accustoms me to leaning into what is difficult instead of what is easy. There are times when goals can be seen as this big scary thing that requires so much work and less difficult goals are a great place to begin to help you work your way up. Those less difficult goals can also be generic, which does not measure your progress, so it can leave you in the unknown. The goal of trying your best is hard to measure unless you have some sort of evidence based on your effort. So a great way to measure giving your best is if you're exhausted every day from it, because without it, you might think you're giving your all when maybe you're really only going through the motions. That is where complacency sets in, and those specific measurements keeps you on track. It makes you accountable to do what's necessary. As you're working to figure out what your goals are, make sure you understand why you set them for yourselves. This gives you a greater connection to it that's going to increase the effort that you put going forward. Having goals just to have goals is less likely to achieve them because it lacks a sense of internal significance. The tangible things that can be seen or touched, such as trophies or material things, can be appealing, but it's not going to be enough when setbacks are experienced. The foundation of your goals should be aligned with your values and your principles in some ways, as this not only gives you greater motivation, but inspiration. Motivation is driven by an external reward, while inspiration is an internal satisfaction that's dependent on what compels you to do things over the long term. Having these two gives you greater energy in your pursuits, 
so the external reward can be short-lived, inspiration will remind you why to keep going forward. Take your time to figure out what goals you really want to achieve. It might even help just to write out all the things that you want to accomplish. The list might be 10, 15, 20 things that you want to get done. And then maybe you narrow it down to five things. And then from there you can narrow it down to three, two, and then hopefully one. And you go with the one that really captivates you. And the great thing about writing all this down is that those higher priority goals can be taken on immediately. And once they're accomplished, you can move on to the next one. It's a good idea to really come to understand yourself better before you really jump into setting goals for yourself. Because goals without knowing what drives you can feel empty even when you achieve them. To make your goal setting effective, make sure they're clear, it's challenging, you have a commitment to it, you provide feedback, and you break down each task. So this is known as the goal setting principles to improve your chance of success. Now, there are many other ways to go about setting goals, but this helps you operate within a specific framework to get you going. This can be really useful when what you have in mind is vague. It guides you to create your own customized plan. Clear and specific goals takes out the confusion of what you're working towards as you'll know what things to focus on. Having a way to measure what you're aiming for makes you know whether you've arrived or if there's still more to, to do to get there. The greater your focus is on what you do, the better chance you have at doing it well. A goal might be to gain more knowledge and to clarify how you're going to measure it is by reading a nonfiction book once a month for 13 months. You can tell when you reached it or not. There's no subjectiveness there. It is a yes or no if you reached the outcome you wanted. Making your goal challenging forces you to go beyond what you think you can that betters you inch by inch, foot by foot, and then by miles. The key is to find that right difficulty where it's not too extreme that it restricts growth. Something just that gets you out of your comfort zone. So if you currently do 10 push-ups and you want to do more, shoot for 15 instead of for 100. Falling short of a big goal can be crushing at times, but with the progress that you make of doing 15 then you can increase it to 25, and then to 50, and then to 100. This gradually builds you up so you can continue to take on challenging ones instead of extremely daunting ones. Being committed to your goal increases your chance of achieving it because most of the time, we all do not get it on our first try. It takes repeated effort as gradual improvements occur over time. Remind yourself that there's a difference between a commitment and when being interested. When you're interested, you do things when it's convenient. When you're committed, you make no excuses. You find a way to get things done. A commitment helps you do things when you don't feel like it. Or even when there are obstacles in the way, you maneuver your way to make it happen. Providing honest feedback to the progress made or lack of it helps you know what was done well and what needs to be improved on. This helps you recognize if you need to make certain changes or if you're on track to reach your goal. 
where it saves you time because of the accountability piece. With so much going on, there are more things that occupy your attention than just your goal. And this helps you reflect on how things are going in greater frequency. Like when trying to lose or gain weight, weekly weigh-ins give you an answer on the results you're getting. Are things working out or are they not? The final part is breaking down each step needed to reach the goal. Usually when a goal is set, it's just one big objective and to reach it, there are many small actions involved that add up to it. When you can identify what those small steps are, you outline the path to ensure you reach your objective. Without this part, many simple things can be overlooked that can make the difference in achieving what you want. Similar to an instruction manual for putting together a table, missing a few steps can cause a table to not hold up properly. It might fall on its own, or a certain amount of weight can cause it to become unhinged. These five things combined can improve your overall performance that's going to increase your confidence going forward. Skip out on any one of them or put in partial effort, then it's going to show up in the results. Initially, looking at these principles can seem like it's unnecessary or that it's too much, but this provides a roadmap of how you're going to get things done. A goal without a plan can be seen merely as a wish. I could say my goal is to have my own business, but without an outline of what the business will be and how I'm going to execute, it's really just a thought that I'm hoping for. Goals are transferring what you want to become into a reality. Once you're able to set these parameters in place, focus on the process because it's truly about becoming and growing where you're transforming into more even though it might not feel or appear that way. When you can put all of your energy into what needs to be done instead of paying attention to the result, it in a way takes some of that pressure off because when a goal is thought of, it can be motivating to pursue it, but then more time spent looking at the goal, it can cause impatience to occur where things are sped up, compromising the quality that leads to mistakes. Where time could be seen as, hurry up, I need to get there now, instead of focusing on time to be used to execute effectively daily, and sometimes that means taking longer than expected. So if you're not seeing the progress that you expect in a certain time frame, look at how well you execute daily. Is it poor, good, or great? How well the process is executed consistently gives a level of indication of the goal being reached. Putting deadlines on your goals can be helpful as it makes you more accountable to get things done. Take it a step further and put deadlines on the actions that you need to complete as this makes you more process-oriented. So if your goal is to save up $4,000 in eight months, then further break it down into a monthly, weekly, or a daily basis to identify what you can do. This would be an average of $500 a month, $125 a week, or $17.81 a day. Pick which one you will keep track of. A weekly deadline gives you just enough cushion to not feel panic daily, but not too much time to say, I have the whole month to save $500. Then you could see what expenses to cut back on, such as riding a bike, 
or catching public transportation to get around, stop eating out, cut out streaming services, or pick up side work to earn a little bit more money. Having these checkpoints that are action specific allows you to measure what you've done to move closer to your goal. As you go about pursuing your goals, sacrifices need to be made or else you reduce the chance of achieving them. In the case of saving up for $4,000, it's not comfortable riding your bike to get around as it takes longer and it makes you work for it or giving up eating out or no longer watching certain TV shows on those streaming services. It's a pleasure that you cut out. These things that you might have grown accustomed to, there's going to be a level of dissatisfaction that you're no longer going to enjoy for a certain period of time. Have these types of conversations with yourself where you specifically state what those sacrifices are and if you're willing to give them up because if you're not, it's going to severely impact your ability to reach your goals. There's a difference between what needs to be done and what wants to be done. So typically, what needs to be done is not something most of us really look forward to. Do you really want to take more time to get to your destination to save a few dollars? Many of us would prefer to take our own ride or catch a ride with someone. Convenience will suck us in where it distracts us from what is better in the long run. But over time, those sacrifices that are made add up to reward you later on. And sometimes it might take longer or it might not be paid off in the way that you expect it to. Just know that you're building up to something much greater. And in the meantime, what you're really doing is developing a higher level of patience to see things through. This is going to help you in those times when you feel discouraged. Make sure to be consistent in those sacrifices that you make because they add up to quicker gains. So in the case of trying to save up money, missing one week a month of being able to save that set amount of $125 is going to prevent you from reaching that goal in the time frame that you set for yourself. In everything that you do to reach your goals, make sure to do the ordinary things exceptionally well. Avoid cutting corners where you want to hurry things up because this is going to affect the quality of your effort. While you might save a few minutes here and there to get other things done, that is less time given to your cause. So if you're training for a particular sport and you cut out a few minutes a day in your workout, then how prepared you are is compromised. The same can be said for a school project or a work project where some of the simplest things are overlooked, such as a misspelled word or a certain part that needed to be edited in a manner to, to reflect the changes you made in your head, but not done on the work itself. The simple things affect the overall quality of the results that are put out. Just like making sure the tires on your car are properly inflated and that you have enough oil in the engine and that you have enough gas in your car to get you to where you need to be. Missing out on any one of these and it's going to affect you from getting to your destination. There are times that you might be in a hurry to get something done, but just take a moment to see what are the ordinary things that need to be completed to continue to make progress that is expected. Do things with purpose and not just go through the motions. One thing to really pay attention is your fatigue. 
Often when we set goals for ourselves, the longer it takes us to reach them, the greater chance fatigue sets in that could affect your wanting to continue. The beginning is when we have all this energy and optimism about what we're going to get done. And then time, like gravity, weighs down that enthusiasm where you're not given as much effort as before. When, when this does happen, because it will, make sure to manage yourself knowing when to continue to push forward and when to take a break to rejuvenate. Pushing forward is going to help you build that stamina and, and that mental fortitude necessary when you're making progress, even if it's just a little bit, to, to build momentum. But when you feel exhausted and you're doing the same thing over and over again with no progress, that's a great time to take a break. Do something relaxing and fun to help regain that intensity. While it's important to keep at things, it's also beneficial to prevent burnout because once it settles in, there's a greater chance of giving up on your goals. Here's a couple of statistics that are interesting. 84% of people do not set goals. 13% of people who do set goals do not achieve them. And 3% of people set goals and achieve them. So it's not surprising that the majority do not set goals because it might seem intimidating or even silly. Goals can be seen as difficult things to do and maybe protecting against disappointment is a reason many do not pursue them. Or maybe vaguely knowing what the goal is, is enough. So why bother setting them with much energy? Do we tell ourselves, my goal is to eat today? For most of us, it's probably going to be no, because we've been afforded such great opportunities to have a consistent meal. But those who do have goals relating to eating will have a greater outcome than those who don't. Some might have a goal of consistently eating healthy six days a week, and they'll be likely to be healthier than those who do not set an eating goal. Those that do not achieve their goals have many factors involved. Maybe the goal was extremely difficult. Maybe enough times coming up short was too much to handle, and they decided to move on. Or more work needed to be completed with specific targets that must be met to ensure that they were on track. Just because a goal is not reached, it's not the end. It just means that more work is required to achieve it. Many variables affect not reaching a goal, but having a plan of how you're going to execute increases your chance of making it happen. Those 13% who set goals and don't achieve them largely lack a plan which makes it very difficult to stay on track. The 3% of people who do achieve their goals all had a great amount of focus and commitment to it because of the plan that they executed. The structure and direction can be motivating to continue forward where the checkpoints along the way becomes these small goals that add up to, to the big one. Resilience and consistency are great traits to help achieve your desired goals because many things will get in the way. Daily distractions can disrupt the momentum that is built, and those that achieve their goals are able to recognize what potential distractions might happen, and they'll work to minimize them. So if you're trying to improve your grades, turning off the music, putting away your phone, and being alone will help you focus better. 
It's not so much the time put into what you're working towards, but the quality of the work that is done. 30 minutes of intense focus at the task at hand is better than two hours of casually being focused. The greater the focus, the more efficient you become with your time, and this leads to less burnout, and you actually enjoy the process a lot more. Goals that are written down increase the chance of achieving them by 42%. What you're thinking starts to become a reality when you write it out. It becomes externally stored, and you can see it. Typing electronically is a convenient way to see it. This forces you to clarify what it is you want to achieve to help you make the goal specific. This forces you to clarify what it is you want to achieve to help you make the goal specific. Having a set schedule action and commitment to the goal increases achieving it by 76%. This is part of the feedback where you know where you stand based on the work that was done or was not done. If you present weekly progress reports to a supportive audience, it increases you achieving your goal by 40%. Having goals can be extremely beneficial to your overall development and belief in yourself. As you get started, make sure to know your reasons why you want to accomplish specific goals. There's no need to try to prove something if it's not aligned with the things that you really value. Pursue goals that benefit you And it doesn't have to be a specific amount that needs to get done. Maybe having one goal a month or having one goal every three months. Or it can be sporadic, whatever works for you. It all depends really what you want to get done. Some things can be done relatively quickly. Others might take a year or more to get done. Make sure that as you start off that you're patient with yourself and you build your way up to more challenging goals. If you feel things are too easy, that'd be a great time to turn it up some to get outside your comfort zone. And if the goals are just too difficult, there's nothing wrong with saying, I'm not where I want to be, and maybe I need to reevaluate the goals that I set for myself. Maybe I need to take it down a notch, and this helps me push myself outside of my limits, but I'm still growing. Goals don't have to be an all or nothing scenario. There are times we're just going to fall short of them, and that's just the reality of what we face. But these are opportunities to have honest discussions with ourselves to say, is this something I really want to pursue? Because if it is, I'm just going to continue at it. Remember, failure is part of the process. You try one thing and it might not work out, so try something else. Make sure to have your goals written out somewhere. I know for me, I like to do it electronically where I can continuously reference back to it because sometimes with a sheet of paper or a physical journal that I have, I'll, I'll misplace it. Or I might not have it on me when I'm out and about. But in that electronic form, I can always access it. And keeping a daily journal of what you did to keep yourself on track is a great way to hold yourself accountable. So in your journal, you might write out how you're feeling that day, what happened, but also make it a point to write down what you did do that's going to get you closer to your goals. And make sure to be honest with yourself, not just fluffing things up to build your confidence. So even if you did complete some sort of action that you said you were going to do, make sure to evaluate the quality of that action. Just because I worked out today doesn't mean I had a quality workout. 
I might have only been going through the motions. There are several ways to do a push-up. There's a correct way, and then there's the half-lazy way. So if I'm not getting the results that I expected or, or that I wanted, I can reference to what was written down to find out why. Take the time to find out what goals you want to pursue because it can bring out the greater version of you. Focus on the process and you have a higher chance of achieving what you set for yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it served you in some way. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development resource to help you build that right mindset to live empowered. All right, until next time.